Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. 43 on Calgary Today. And of course, one of the big stories today has been Main Street Research releasing an internal review of how they got it so wrong when it came to their polls during the civic election. As we have talked about, those polls showed a commanding lead by Bill Smith, who was going up against incumbent Mayor Nancy. And during that time, there were many critics who were saying, wait a second, uh, where are you getting these numbers from? What is your sample? What is your, uh, how are you going about this? One of those critics was my next guest, Dwayne Bratt, professor of political science at Mount Royal University, joins us today. Hello, Dwayne. Hey, Angela. Well, part of the release today from Main Street actually apologizes to you, Brian Singh, Melanie Thomas, because there were critics out there, Dwayne, you included, when you just didn't think these numbers were adding up. Why did you flag those polls? Well, first off, the the apology wasn't because we criticized their methodology or their sample. It was because he essentially threatened us during the campaign uh, about our criticism. So I think that's where the apology comes from. And and I find it ironic that the day that their external report, which I think was actually quite good on their communication strategy written by Justin Ling, it it gets released on the same day that uh, the story breaks about a cease and desist letter being sent to Brian Singh. So Mm. I think there's still a bit Mm. more communication that needs to be done here. (laughs) But at the time, why were you critical? Um, It was over the sample numbers uh, and and the demographics. Um, So typically, uh, over long-standing social science research tells us that when there's a conservative versus a progressive candidate, no matter which election, that there is a gender gap with men supporting the conservative, um, uh, women supporting the um, progressive. Uh, progressive, younger people voting progressive, older people voting conservative, and these were all wonky. Um, you know, they they showed um, a le- uh, that Smith with a lead with young people and with women, and it just didn't make any sense. And it also showed a very small, undecided. Um, you know, four weeks before the election, um, when we typically have voter turnout, if it's over 50 percent, it's really good. And yet you would expect a larger uh, uh, voter or larger undecided number. So it was those sorts of things. And people really didn't know who Bill Smith was. Uh, he was a he was a political insider. It wasn't until, you know, midway. It was really after the uh, poll came out that people started to go, oh, my God, there's this strong conservative candidate out there. So vindication aside, because obviously your criticism was warranted, I want to know the future of polls because Main Street, they said they used the the robocalls, the IVR. I'm I'm wondering, how do we get a better sample? What what kind of methodology do we have to use? It really is going to be an, an ongoing problem. I mean, the day of the gold standard of a live person using a landline, Uh, Those days are long gone, which is why there's been more controversy over polling in recent years than there was for a couple decades. Uh, I think there's still ways of doing it, but it's got to be a blend of of online, IVR, those sorts of things, because they acknowledge that, yes, they do call cell phones. So the, the, the myth that they don't call mm-hmm. cell phones is not true. The problem is people aren't going to complete the call 
on a cell phone. That's where their challenge is. Yeah. And particularly in a, in a race with uh, a large younger population voting for Nenshi, those were the people that they missed. And it was clear that they missed those. Well, and as you say, we've got to think of this moving forward because I talked about this earlier on the show and I had lots of callers say, I don't pick up lines, whether it be my cell line or my landline, if I don't recognize the number. So you're going to miss that opportunity. I, I wonder, and we threw it out there, should polls be illegal in campaigns? No. No, because parties are doing them Mm -hmm. anyway. And why would you have a situation where some people, some gatekeepers have that knowledge uh, and the regular public does not? Mm -hmm. Because polling beyond the horse race numbers, as you go down further and you look at some of the policy issues, they change behavior of campaigns. And so if they change behavior of campaigns, then the public, I think, has a right to know that as Mm -hmm. well. And as bad, so the poll was wrong. But what it did show people is that if I was a conservative and I really didn't like Nancy and I thought, well, you know, I don't have any other options. What the poll did show is that there was a conservative option for you. Mm, very interesting. Uh, Dwayne, I, I, I'd like to think that next campaign, I'm not going to be talking about polls. I'm hoping my oh, listeners you will can... Be. <laughs> <laughs> you will be. Thanks, Dwayne. All right. See ya. Maybe next time we'll get it right. Let's check traffic.